Good morning and welcome to today's Oil Market Update with Callum McPherson. How are you doing today, Callum? Good morning. Very well. Yourself? Pretty good. Not too bad, thank you. Uh, so Brent has traded in quite a wide range since the failure of the OPEC meeting. What have we learned since that, uh, which helps us understand what happens next? Well, I think the risk is is that um, OPEC members start to increase unilaterally. Because um, from the point of view of any particular member, if, if they think that others are going to start increasing outputs, um, you don't want to be the only one that, that doesn't do that. So you increase output as well. Uh, and that line of reasoning to apply to anybody, everybody, tends to suggest that everybody will start increasing output. Um, so that, so that, that's the sort of the big risk for, for, for oil prices after the failure of the meeting. Um, however, we had some news last week that suggests that might not happen. So Saudi Aramco published um, the spreads at which it's going to sell crude in August um, relative to benchmark prices, so-called uh, official selling price. Um, and, and they were increased significantly from July levels. For example, the price at which it's uh, selling light crude to Asia is going up by uh, 0.8 per barrel over the benchmark it, it, it trades against. Um, and that suggests that the Saudis at least are not um, are planning to start uh, to, to increase output significantly in August, because if they were, then logically they would have reduced the, the, the OSP, the official selling price, in order to try and undercut rivals and place that extra volume. Um, so that's that's quite comforting. And for them to have the confidence to do that, it, it might be that they've agreed with other key producers, um, particularly Russia, um, to, to uh, maintain um, discipline. So I, I think that's a positive uh, sign for the market that, that we may not see um, um, the, the, the deals sort of falling apart and people just uh, producing willy-nilly. Okay, and US inventories have fallen again. What does this tell us about UK uh, US summer demand? Well, yes, we, we've, we've had an, an, a, a big fall in, in uh, crude inventories in the US uh, r- reported last week in, uh, of nearly 7 million barrels. Um, but we've also had a, a significant fall, a similar sort of magnitude in, in gasoline inventories. And that, and that is very positive because the gasoline inventories have actually been growing uh, in, in recent weeks. And um, so, so this is definitely uh, supportive for prices because it shows that not only are refineries uh, buying a lot of oil and converting it into stuff, but people are buying the stuff that that oil has been converted into. Um, and alongside uh, that increase in gasoline, uh, sorry, that, that fall in gasoline inventories was news of an increase in gasoline demand. So the whole uh, picture fit, fits together. And in fact, gasoline demand is uh, set its highest um, level ever. So um, that does suggest that the, the summer season in the US is is under full swing and, and is strong so far as uh, crude demand is concerned. Um, there was, however, another small increase in crude output to uh, 11.3 million barrels per day, and that, that's its highest level since May. So this is not uh, by any means uh, a, a disaster at the moment, but um, it, it, it clearly the US crude output is starting to creep up, so that's something to keep an eye on. Okay, and uh, looking ahead, what should we look 
should we be looking out for over this week and beyond? Well, the Iran talks certainly one thing. Um, it's not looking good at the moment. The International Atomic Energy monitoring deal was not extended by Iran, and so that's now expired. And indeed, Iran has begun uh, enriching uranium. And so there's great concern in the West and from other countries in the Middle East about that. So we'll probably we'll see a renewed um, diplomatic effort before long to, to try and uh, agree a deal. Um, so, uh, now, turning to OPEC, um, the, 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 this hiatus uh, in Iran talks is, is uh, as far as crude is concerned, is, is a good thing. Um, even if the deal is ultimately reached with Iran, that the longer it, it drags on, um, the, the more short-term need there is for, for, for OPEC to, to, to step in and supply more oil to the market. Um, so, so I think this puts OPEC uh, plus in, in, a, in a stronger position than, than it was when it, when it met last time. Uh, and, and so we'll, we'll have more latitude to um, increase output when it meets next time. And, and so I, th I think it's likely that uh, talks will be carrying on with the UAE um, over the, uh, um, the issues at the last meeting and that a another meeting date will be set for early August um, to discuss output from September and beyond. And I think at that point, uh, particularly given that the summer um, demand seems to be strong, um, OPEC will be in a better position to, to, to increase output and satisfy more of its members. Um, I'm turning to the, the, the levels in the market itself. I mean, last week we saw a high in, in Brent of uh, $77.84 per barrel. Um, so that's a key level to look out for on the on the upside. This comes close to a long-term uh, downward sloping uh, support level, which goes back to the highs of uh, 2008. Um, and then on, on, the, on the downside, we, we've got a lot of support around the 72 area and the 50-day moving average uh, just below that. Lovely. Thank you for your update, Callum. Thank you.